I'm Grace Tory, and you're listening to That Girl the Podcast. Grab a beverage of choice and settle in, because the new episode is starting now. Hey guys, what is up? It's your girl, Grace Tory, and I am back with a whole new podcast episode. I felt like today's episode would be a good one to kind of do an intro to the holidays because for me personally, after Halloween is when like the holidays start, like November 1st to Thanksgiving is like that Thanksgiving vibe, but it's also Christmas. Like I feel like putting your Christmas tree up after November 1st is totally valid. So it's just like a very holiday season. Then obviously all of December is very, very holiday centric. So for me, I felt like this would be a good time to kind of start the conversation of holidays and tell you guys what I do to kind of prioritize self-care and all the things I still need to get done while also enjoying the holidays. But then also 1989 Taylor's version came out since we last talked. So obviously I have to talk about that. I don't think I have enough to say on it to do like a whole episode. So I'm just kind of gonna talk about it for a minute and what my thoughts were and then move on into the theme of the episode. So yeah, I am excited about this one. I have my little holiday mug out. If you're watching, you can see that it's a little Santa mug. My best friend left it at our house when she moved out and I took it with me because one little fun fact about me is I collect mugs. So Katie, your Santa mug is in good hands. I have it and yes, I use it year round. So I have it with some green tea in it. I ended up going out last night for Halloween weekend. I told you guys I would tell you kind of what the vibes were with that and what we got up to. So we went out to the bars for Halloween weekend and we dressed up as Danny Phantom and then Sam Manson, who is like his girlfriend in the show. So that was really fun. I had fun like creating that outfit. So it was really fun. It wasn't that cold out. One thing that really annoyed me though is we went to a like dancey bar where like they're playing like TikTok music and like trendy music and it's very dance themed. The only way I know how to describe it is it's very similar to like frat party basement, like same vibes, everyone's packed in there. So we were just dancing and vibing and for some reason this guy had a guitar and I get that he was supposed to be like Prince, I think. I didn't really get a like great look at his costume, but he had a guitar and he had it slung over his back so that like the top of the guitar where you adjust the strings is facing downward. So it went really low to the ground and I didn't see him because we're all like literally packed like sardines and the guitar sliced my back of my knee open and it's not like bad. I didn't need stitches or anything, but it's annoying <laughs> and that's like one of the worst places in my opinion to get like a scratch or anything because you're bending your knee constantly so I was really annoyed by it and he also ripped my tights and I'm sad about that they're fishnet tights so bro but that was the only downside other than that we had a lot of fun we went out with friends we saw so many people we knew because everyone in Lexington goes out around our age for Halloween weekend so it was really cool to see so many people but yeah it was a vibe um a good time but now obviously I am just exhausted so vibes are low in the house Josh has not gotten up yet and it's 3 30 he's just been sleeping this whole time he did move from the bed to the couch but still so vibes are low um I'm probably gonna clean our room after this maybe but that's about the extent of what I am doing today 
But yeah, it's been a good weekend. Very exhausting, but a good weekend. So that's what we did for Halloween. Halloween is on Tuesday, like the actual date. We might pass out candy because we do like live in an actual neighborhood where there are a lot of children. But have you guys seen the cost of Halloween candy? It's so expensive. So we might get like maybe one bag. And I don't even know if it'll be the good candy because that's out of our tax bracket. So these kids might be getting some, some bad candy, like some good and plenties, and have to just live with it. Because I'm sorry, I want to be the popular house that everyone tries to come to, but it's not in my budget yet. But one day, guys, I'll be the popular house that all the kids talk about. So I think that's it for just like the little intro life update. Not really much going on outside of that. I did go to my mom's 50th birthday dinner, so shout out to her. That was a lot of fun. Went up to Louisville for that. But other than that, there's not much going on at all. So let's go ahead and jump on into the episode. So let's talk about 1989 Taylor's version first. One thing about 1989 is, I don't know why, but it's one of my least favorite Taylor albums. A very unpopular opinion. Most people will say it's her best album, but to me, it's always been one of my least favorite albums. And that is just from a personal standpoint of, she has so many singles off that album that when I listen to it, I feel like I'm listening to something I've heard a hundred times already. And not that that's a bad thing. That's a great thing that she was so wildly successful with this album. But to me, I'm just like, ah, it's not, like I've heard it so many times and out of all the albums I'd just rather spend time on an album that I haven't heard repeated and played so many times but one thing that changed my mind with this album is I know there's so many great songs on there like I Know Places, Wonderland, Clean obviously like there are so many good albums or songs on there and I don't know why I just like forget they're on there and I'm like oh, this song this album is overplayed but these songs are so good and they are like some of my most liked songs by Taylor so I don't know where I got the mindset of everything has been overplayed because it has those for those like five or six singles but other than those like it's genuinely a great album is it my favorite no but I think it may have moved up the ranks a little bit after the re-release so in terms of differences in this album in the last one i had a hard time with speak now because i felt like her voice when she was at that stage of life is so different than it is now and i liked the first version the original version better because of how her voice sounded back then and that's not something that she can really control like she can change it she can make it better in terms of like beats and all that but she can't really control growing older and her voice maturing and i understand that so it, it's not that speak now taylor's version was bad it's just that for personal preference i liked her voice better in the original but i'm not gonna stream the original because no <laughs> that is against everything i believe in so it kind of was sucky because i'm like ah, i really like the original better but i'm not gonna play it unless you play it on the cd because then it doesn't matter also better than Revenge Had My Heart and she changed it and that hurt my heart a lot. But 1989, I didn't feel like 
she sounded that different and I really liked that because she didn't sound that different I felt like the changes really enhanced the album like the changes to the beats and things like that I felt like it made it better and I definitely like Taylor's version of 1989 better than the original and I think partly it's because she is older when she released 1989 so her voice doesn't sound as different whereas with Fearless and Speak Now she sounded way different like she sounded so young when she first came out with those albums so that's why it was more jarring to hear it and be like this is not what I've been used to for over 10 years or however long it was. Red is a different story I feel like Red is very similar to 1989 where there's not a huge difference obviously the 10 minute version is there but I will say that I like 1989 Taylor's version better. I like the small tweaks that she made with the production of it and the notes like the subtle changes to the notes and I really do like the vault tracks and I think it just reignited my love for 1989 like it was never my favorite but I will say when it first came out I did play it a lot because of the fact that like a lot of those songs hadn't been singles yet like when it very first came out not every single song was a single at that point and it hadn't been overplayed for like 10 years whereas like now it's been overplayed it hasn't been 10 years has it it's been nine it hasn't been overplayed right now but or it has been overplayed at this point is what i'm trying to say so when i go back to listen to 1989 all of those songs are still played to this day like at Walmart and so it's like okay I'm kind of over these at this point but back when it first came out that wasn't the case so I think that I did like it a lot more back then but then as they became singles I was like okay this is getting annoying but I think that right now re-listening to it because I kind of just stored it away and was like this is all songs I've heard a thousand times re-listening to it and hearing like all you had to do is stay how you get the girl clean all of those songs, like, it just reignited my love for those songs and reignited my pat. like, I've said reignited a hundred times, I'm so sorry. Um, relit my excitement and admiration for the album. So I think that it does have a new appreciation in my eyes. It's always been good. I've always thought that it was lyrically great. The beats are great. It just wasn't my jam. Like, I'm not... That style of very, very poppy was not my style, but <laughs> no pun intended. But I think it is now, like now it is. And also the vault tracks. The vault tracks are so hairy coded. I have found that when I listen to music, especially music revolving relationships, I typically listen to the song looking for lyrics that I relate to or situations that I relate to because the songs that I like are ones that I can relate to. And if it's one that I can find some common ground with, I guarantee that it's going on my liked songs list and it will become one of my favorite songs for a while. But it's funny because with these vault tracks, with this album, knowing that it's so about Harry Styles, like 100%, and knowing you guys know I've done a couple episodes about how Harry and One Direction were my entire world for so long. I was cracking up looking back because I listened to all of those albums not albums, all the vault tracks, through the mindset of, okay, what sounds like Harry? What do I know about their relationship? And what can connect this to Harry so that I can know without a doubt, like, this song is about Harry? And I thought that was funny because, like, with every other thing in the world, I typically try to find common ground between 
the song and myself, whereas I was looking for common ground between the song and what I know about Harry and their relationship. So that was really funny to me. And I think it was kind of nostalgic. Like I was listening to it and I don't know, in my head I was like, okay, she and Harry were together, but they kind of were like so short-lived as far as we know that it was, I just assumed their breakup wasn't that bad. Like it wasn't hard. And I know that they still like each other, they still talk to each other and whatever, but in the songs on the vault, she really talked about how hard it was for her to go through that breakup and how much she liked him and how, if, the way I understand it is that they liked each other but he didn't give her enough attention so she cut it off because she felt like she deserved better, which understood, like they both were at the height of their career at that time. So I don't fault either one of them for that. Not that I have the authority to, but it sounded like she really was upset about it for a very long time and really wanted him to say like, no, this was a mistake. Like, I miss you. And so that gives me a whole new point of view on their relationship from the outside looking in because I kind of, I didn't think it was a PR stunt. Honestly, I thought it started as one, but then they realized they liked each other and dated for a couple weeks, but then they were like, nah or a couple months or however long it was, but then they were like, nah, we're good. Like, we're, we'll just be friends. But this point of view made me realize that like, it was a lot deeper than that, which is so, I don't know. It made me so sad for Taylor. It made me like, like sad for her. And I know she's fine now. Like she is living her best life with Travis Kelsey and vibing and getting to know him, which is a whole nother topic. But I don't know, it made me, like feel like dang when Harry listens to this how is he gonna feel because you know he's gonna listen to it he is such a girl's girl you know he was gonna listen to it so obviously they've moved on they're both happy um last I heard Harry was rumored to be dating someone obviously Taylor is but it did make me me myself feel nostalgic just from the point of view of being a fan who had a fan account and knew every little thing about their relationship that was public um, so I can only imagine how it makes them feel. So yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I did like how she, um, one of the songs is called Slut, and I did like how she basically said like, if I'm called a slut for dating Harry Styles, honestly that's fine. It's worth it to be with Harry Styles. And I was like, you know what? Real. Real recognizes real. Love that for you. So I did think that was a funny kind of thing. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I have on 1989. What are your thoughts on it? I would love to know. Comment below if you are able to on like a platform where you can or comment on my Instagram, DM me. I love talking to you guys. So yeah. So now we are going to be talking about the holidays. This is just going to be like a brain dump of what my plans are for the holidays, what I am thinking about doing in terms of like, um, boundaries and things like that so one thing I will say about the holidays is that I personally think that you need to have more self-discipline during this time of year than you need to during any other point because you are trying to balance your typical life and the holidays and if you're listening to this podcast you're probably here because you enjoy or want to better yourself because the whole premise of this podcast is we're a community of women who want to reach our goals and better ourselves each and every day so you are also trying to not only 
prioritize and keep up with the things that you typically do, but you're trying to better yourself and reach your goals while also balancing the holidays. So it is very important that we go into it with the mindset of setting boundaries ahead of time, making sure we have time for self-care, making sure we have time to prioritize all the things we typically do, and making sure we have a plan. In the words of Taylor Swift herself, those who fail to plan, plan to fail, and that is facts. Yeah, we are not planning to fail, we are planning, period. So step one of that for me, I talked about it in my last podcast episode, but I am cleaning my house. I am deep cleaning my house. I'm kind of really stressed about it because every time I clean, I turn around and it's dirty again, but it's okay. We are okay. We are getting it done. Like I said, I'm going to get all this up and then I am going to... Hmm, my grandma commented on my Halloween picture of Josh and I's couple costume, and that's so wholesome. Okay, sorry. Um, when I'm done with this, like I said, I'm gonna edit, get this up, and then I'm going to go clean my room. And I know that's like a small thing, but I like to clean one room at a time because I find that it's way less overwhelming when you do one room at a time than when you try to do every single room in the house. And boy, oh boy, does every single room in the house need it. So that has been my priority. Lately, I've been really kind of down because the house isn't clean and I'm really big on smells. If I even smell like a tiny bit of something that is not aesthetic and pumpkin and happy and citra citrusy, I don't know. If I don't like if it doesn't smell great and it doesn't automatically smell aesthetic, I get really really upset. My house has to smell good. And the thing about having animals is even if they're clean and you shower them every day, they're still going to smell. Like, I have two very fluffy German Shepherd mixes. They're going to smell like dogs. So, if I'm not on top of cleaning every, like, cleaning the carpet every single day, and I know that this is, like, just a part of having German Shepherds, I understand that that is part of the responsibility of having them. But if I don't do that, then the carpet and all the rooms that have carpet smell like dog and it drives me insane so that is one of the things that's like really hard that i have to keep up with like every day so i'm gonna do that and hopefully figure it out because it's been driving me crazy the past few days when i haven't been able to really do anything about it i've just been like oh my gosh my house smells like dog and i can't stand it so that's a big thing for me I also have been trying to go to the gym. I'm probably not going to go today, I know. But I have been trying to go and just walk on the treadmill, maybe watch some Golden Bachelor, you know, not do anything too crazy because I do want to get in shape and it's something that is very, very important to me, probably towards the top of my list because I am someone who plans ahead and I'm thinking about, you know, even being 24, I'm thinking about when I was 21 and the difference in my body and what I'm capable of being able to do and how different it is in those three years and it really scares me for when I'm older, even like 30, how much different it's going to be and how much harder it's going to be. So I'm trying to get into the habit now so that I don't have to worry about it later but obviously holidays are the season for eating really bad food and drinking hot chocolate and watching Christmas movies and none of that is necessarily very active so that is where we're at. I am probably going to try and go to the gym. 
I, I usually go at least three days a week. So that's what I'm aiming for. I want to get up to five, but honestly, I won't be mad with three, especially if I ride on Sundays. So basically what I'm trying to do is hit every aspect of the wellness wheel. So health, mentality, whatever. Well, not even the wellness wheel. I would say very every like aspect of things that I prioritize. So like there's a list of things in my head that I look at every single day and I try to check something off and that is cleanliness and slash environment like the environment I'm in is so important to me and I have noticed that my performance tanks when I'm in a bad environment whether that's on the podcast with work whatever if the environment is not clean and one that I can do well in I know I'm not gonna produce any sort of good result so cleanliness diet in terms of am I eating healthy am I eating really bad working out even if it's just getting movement in walking around work and I had a big day where I was running up and down the steps getting a lot done and talking to everybody doing some sort of movement um animals in the sense that I want to spend time with my family Josh and animals I guess would be a better way to say it I need to have family time of some sort every day uh the podcasts both of them and then um shop the barcade which is my dog business getting those three together and working on those and doing something for one of them every day so those are like i think the main areas oh and self-care obviously so like physical aspect self-care making sure that i'm getting all that done whether it's doing a face mask whether it's doing an everything shower whether it's just taking the time to do literally nothing and watch tv and turn my phone on do not disturb like that is okay and i consider that a form of self-care so as long as i'm hitting something in all of those areas every day i'm good and how am i going to do that if the holidays are here because that's just adding more like i said this is going to be done by planning ahead so what are we going to do i'm already talking to my family about thanksgiving i think most people are but I have already set boundaries with them and said, yeah, if I can't, if I come up and I do Chris or Thanksgiving up here, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, and I'm going to leave at this time. Josh has his family Thanksgiving, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm very, like, love you guys, but in order to get everything done, this is what I need to do. And I love you all. If you want to do Thanksgiving on a different day where we spend more time together, we can do that. But I'm happy to come up on Thanksgiving. This is just the amount of time I have. And setting that expectation from day one. So that they're not like, oh my gosh, it's the day of. And Grace only stayed for two hours. What the heck? Why did she do that? Whatever. Not that my family would ever do that. But I'm, ignore I'm avoiding that situation happening altogether by talking about it now. As well as Christmas. We're going to start talking about Christmas soon and figuring out what we want to do. And... Honestly, like, Josh and I are getting very comfortable with, like, doing our own thing and not going and seeing anybody's family. Like, just having our own, like, Thanksgiving, our own Christmas. Like, not that we dislike our family. We love both of our families very much. But for us, we both work a lot. Like, a lot. So, when we only get one day off or two days off, and that's Christmas and Christmas Eve or whatever, the last thing we want to do is run all over Kentucky. And so, we are both like very aware of that and I think that we're very good at communicating that so if we are in a headspace where we're like no we need to not do this it's it's better for us to just stay then we'll do that and we'll probably talk about it soon because we'll talk about it before Thanksgiving for sure but that's one of those things like 
we need to figure out and communicate ahead of time and set those boundaries. There's also like the planning of when we're going to do gifts with each family or whatever and all of that. Um, one thing I do like to do is I try to do one like holiday themed thing a week. So whether that's going ice skating, we have a bunch of light shows here, whether that is taking Christmas pictures, like I try to do one Christmassy thing. So I need to plan that ahead of time and make sure that we have the funds for that because Christmas is right around the corner and y'all, the funds are not there. The funds are not there for gifts. So if the funds are not there for gifts, we are definitely not going ice skating. <laughs> so I need to plan financially and just what we're going to be doing each week. Also, there's the food standpoint. I need to start grocery shopping ahead of time again. We've just been so busy that we haven't been and it's so bad. It's just so bad. I cannot tell you enough reasons why eating out is bad. Like, it's just not good. And I get that sometimes you're busy and it's okay to do it every once in a while, but Doing it every single day like I do it is so bad and I guarantee that's why I don't feel great all the time and why I'm like not, I don't know, why I just feel sluggish and like not feeling it. So food planning is really important. I think the whole point that I'm trying to make is just planning ahead of time is your key to success. You have to plan ahead of time. And setting boundaries now rather than later is also something that you are going to have to do to get it done. So yeah, I feel like I have a lot more to say, but I'm sure that I'll do more than one episode on this and I'll get even more detailed as it gets closer. So this was just like my initial brainstorming session where I kind of say like, okay, this is what I know I'm doing for sure. And then as I get more detailed, I will definitely keep you guys in the loop. But let me know what you do during the holidays to kind of keep your priorities in line and get everything done. Also, let me know what you thought of 1989. Don't forget to follow on whatever platform you are currently listening or watching on. Don't forget to follow on Instagram and TikTok as well. My links are down below. If you have a pup and want to get them a holiday mystery box, you can also do that by clicking my link for the barcade, which is in the description. Uh, what else? I upload every single Sunday and Wednesday. If you're listening on Sunday, I hope you have a great night. If you're listening on any other day, I hope you have a great morning, afternoon, or night. I love you guys so, so much. And I'll see you in my next podcast episode. Bye, guys. Bye.